Rhythm and Blues. Hey everyone, time for Puzzle Talk, the geocaching puzzle podcast brought to you by the Geocache Talk Network. If you'd like to be a patron, click on the Become a Patron link on the front page of the Geocache Talk website or head on over to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk for more details. Patrons get the now famous blackout coins and other geocaching items during the year, as well as bonus content. It invites special events only for patrons. Support levels start at as little as Bison Tube level, which is $3 a month. And here are your hosts, Charles Watkins, a.k.a. Pathfinder33, and Tom Brotherman, a.k.a. Electric Waterboy. Good evening, gentlemen. <laughs> evening, Gary. <laughs> Good Lord, it's like Wiley Coyote right here. I forgot there. to mention is Gary, this came in the mail. Today. Came in the mail? Yeah, I'm glad you forgot that. <laughs> hey, uh, let me turn my sound down. I got a little bit of echo going somewhere. Uh, Charles, turn, sound, turn, turn your sound down just a touch, buddy. Yeah. We can, we can get rid of this, get rid of that echo. Tom has cool. his, he has his on full board. Uh, so he's got his overhead, so we're good. All right, I think we're set. I think. Okay. There, is that better? I hear a little bit of it. No, no I think we're good. Uh, all right. <laughs> You're funny. Uh, all right. Good to see everybody that's on in the chat room. And uh, let's get started. You want to do a little bit of news? Then we'll get into this. Let's do some news. Interesting. Yeah, there's news. News, 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 news. So, of course, big news is uh, Podcast of Hope is in, wow, not very long. Three weeks? Let me see. So you have organized I would tonight. Uh, it's in three weeks from, it'll be two weeks from Sunday, so less than three weeks. So that's pretty cool. Uh, gonna be fun. 4 p.m. to midnight. A lot of cool guests we have this year. Different, different kind of guests this year. Did you if get that like Matthew to... dude, or do I need to call him? <laughs> McConaughey. I, I just tried... said Ma- I just said Matthew. I tried to get a hold of him because he is a, he's a Texas boy. I figured you you knew him, Tom, but uh, Born Muvaldi. <laughs> That's right. Uh. If you can make it that night, between 4 p.m. and midnight, I would suggest giving to St. Jude that night. But if you can't, Charles has put on the bottom of the screen the link. It's also in the show notes. If you can't make it that night, you can give at any point. So 
We're trying to raise eight thousand this year. What a what a break past eight thousand for St. Jude. Um, it's our cause, our charity. We as the network, we 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 uh, raise money for St. Jude. Childhood cancer. I mean, there's nothing. You know, that's a that's a cause that I I will always support is to is to get rid of childhood cancer of all things. So, uh, big news coming soon across the network. We'll get to that. Pizza Ninja wants to spill the beans. We're getting there. <laughs> We're almost there. patience. Patience. We're. It's right around the corner, brother. Right we're around almost there. In fact, we've got a big meeting tomorrow night of the whole network to do some final, well, not really final, final, but mostly final planning. So close to final planning tomorrow night. So we'll keep everybody up to date as that goes on. Uh, so looking forward to that. All right. Tonight. Check one, two, check, check, check one. Oh, maybe that's not it. Not a mic check. It's It's not a mic check. Geocast check. It's not a check, please. Not that either. (laughs) Yeah. So um, if you are like us and you enjoy solving puzzle caches, the best thing for you once you've solved one is to know that you got the right answer. Um, there are a bajillion ways of doing this. Um, some of the cash owners will tell you that, you know, the last three digits of the north and the west coordinates or south and east, your latitude and longitude, the last three digits of each one of those, those six digits all add up to a certain number. That's one way to do it. Oh, um, I know that 50 cent word. <laughs> what would... I missed it. What was the fifty cent word? Check some. Check some. Yeah. Check, please. Um, and the other way to do that is with a geochecker. Well, you left out the original way. You beg the CO for the answer. No, you go find the cache, and if you found oh, it, you it. had the right coordinates. <laughs> <laughs> um, just solve that, doesn't it? Yeah, well, and as you if you as you saw tonight, Tom, with us helping you solve that puzzle, um, just because you think you have the right, yeah, I mean, obviously we knew that you had the wrong coordinates because the geochecker told you that, but uh, we put in the answer that was spit out by solving the puzzle. So yeah, uh, so that doesn't always work, um, and geocheckers are. Uh, one of the best ways to ensure that cashers have indeed correctly found um, one of your uh, or co- correctly solved one of your puzzles. Um, there's a whole host of geocheckers out there available on the market. Uh, but the first thing we're going to do is talk about a couple that used to be there um, that no longer work. Um, Before we do that, I want to ask you guys something. <clears throat> Not in the show notes, but I th- I thought of this. I thought this would be kind of interesting to to talk about briefly. And that is, have either one of you guys? I know Tom has. Either one of you guys 
thought you had the right coordinates. This is before checkers were available. And you were looking at puzzles. You're like, oh, I know. Ex I, I, I think I got it. And you went and hunted for a cache in the middle of nowhere and then realized, you know what? I might not have had the right coordinates after all. No? That's good. J Charles says yes. Tom says no. Not that I remember and, anyway. And in fact, one of my puzzles that I created up in Wyoming that um, has since been archived was about vice presidents. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. Right. And so if you didn't put in the correct, um, if you put them in as it, what a, the puzzle was built on vice presidents who then became president. So if you put them in as their number order as presidents, it puts you about 18 miles off <laughs> the Wyoming desert. Whoops. Right? And so I've had plenty of people um, send me messages and say, how did you get there? Is there a trail? Like where <laughs> Like it's right on the it's right on the road. Like you just park on the side of the road and walk like a hundred yards off into the bushes. And they were like, "No way!" Um, so it, you know, as well, send me the coordinates for what you've solved, and they send them to me. And um, you know, and then I'm like, "All right, well, that's that's outside the two mile radius." But right? you used not have a two. Well, what two was mile the radius. date of this puzzle? Yeah. Well. Mine was after the moratorium okay. where you had to right. with, within, right. uh, <laughs> within, you know, within the two mile circle. Yeah. Obviously, for older caches, that wasn't always the case, and uh, you know, but I I have walked around out, you know, in the bushes, right, for something, and um the area that i was at kind of fit the description of what you were looking for but yeah no no nowhere um, 18 miles different you're gonna make me look this up oh my gosh what was this puzzle called while you're looking that up uh you know there's puzzles today they don't use checkers you don't have to uh, you're you're not required to um as a cash owner um as a cash owner that has puzzle caches out there, um, I give, I put a challenge checker on, or a challenge checker. Yeah. I put a geo checker on there, um, so that I don't get a million emails from people wanting to know, hey, is this correct? You know, hey, is are these the correct coordinates? Well, if the geo checker told you no, then your answer is no. Yeah. And and so I started putting a geo checkers on mine um, when I was tired of receiving <laughs> messages or emails from finders asking if their coordinates were correct. Yeah, nowadays you have a button when you when you when you build a cache. There's a there's a button that says, "Would you like to create a checker for us?" Which you'll get to in a minute. I know. Yeah. But I like um, the fact that that's even there. Kind of nice. It, yeah. It, and as a, as a puzzle cache owner, um, I probably would not create a new cache, a new puzzle cache now um, without having a geo checker on it of some form, somewhere, somehow. Yeah. 
So, um, I was trying to see where the first first one was was done. I'll look for that because it, it hasn't been out for that long. What? 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 It take a couple years? What? The the built-in geo geocaching.com checker. Ooh, it hasn't been out that long. It hasn't been out that long. I have gone back and taken the certitude or the geo checks off of my cache pages, right? Through of and and have replaced them with the official Groundspeak one. Um, I just like the way that it was built into the cache page. I like that you didn't have to go to um, a second website to figure it out. Um, I like how once you solve it, it automatically updates your coordinates for yep. you. That is cool. Um, th there's. Oh, I found the date. If you're signed in or if you have an account with other um, geocheckers, there are others that will do that for you. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Certitude is one of those that will automatically update the coordinates for you. Is that correct, Tom? Certitude will update the... Right. So so the Groundspeak one's not the only one, but it at least is built directly into the cache page. So um, all of my puzzle caches that have a checker on them is the official one from Groundspeak. Um, you want to take a quick guess as to... Can you guess the month or month or year that they the geocheck geocheck the geocaching checker was added to geocaching.com cache pages august of 18 august of 18 chat uh, chat room you could jump into don't google it just take a guess tom when do you think that it first came out He's thinking, by the way, audio listeners. I'll, I'll, say, I'll say April of 19. April of 19, okay. I don't think it's that old. Uh, Darren May. said June of 19. Direwolf's got May. Oh, sorry. I, we both clicked on the same one. May of 17. Wow. He, Boy, he's wanting to go old school. <laughs> Hadn't been around that long. Uh, okay, it was October 19th, 2017. Oh, that was the first date, first time that the ground speak, the basic solution was checker was added. I like it, yeah. <laughs> The closest without going over, right, is this. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> is, is that is that's where we're at? This is like the price is right out of the closest without going yeah, over. The closest. Like no whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Stop. Stop. Yeah. That'd be a cool game to add, but that's for another show. That's for another puzzle talk show. You win a free no. checker. Yeah, you do win a free checker. It's out there. All right. Move on. I'm sorry. You're all right. 
So we're going to look at a cache page. Um, let me share my screen with y'all. This is a cache page. Um, I, this uh, the the cache owner's name is Tony Glow. Um, he since has passed away, and the local Southwest Utah um, people are keeping his caches alive. Um, and he's got a, a plethora of puzzle caches, somewhere around 40 of them. And I think somewhere around 25 to 30 are still active. Um, but he has this click here to check your answer. And when you click there, That's what you get. <laughs> Whoops. So this is the New Mexico geocaching website. And somewhere in nmgeocaching.com, at some point in time, they used to have a built-in service that did challenge checkers or geocheckers. Um, oh, Okay. The, for the whatever reason, uh, right? The, the, web, the website is up, but right. none of the challenge or none of the checkers work anymore. So I oh, went to I went to several of his um, geocaches, looked at the listing for them. All of them come up with the same thing. Now this website still works. The only things that are on it. Um, and it hasn't been updated since like 2017 or 2018. Yeah. Uh, only things that are on there are about laser rangefinder binoculars <laughs> and ways to accurately estimate range and distance. So for like projecting a waypoint. Right. Um, so not much there. Yeah, not much there. The majority of that website is dead. Um, there are very few things that are still on it, but it's, uh, it's there. So, um, I'm sure there are several others. I have actually just ran into this one, um, recently because I was like, Oh, I got this puzzle solved and I went to click on it and I was like, Oh, oh I, I don't know if I'm right or not. Um, so, um, there's another one in the show notes that I have no idea about. So Tom or Gary, do you want to chime in with what is this events? Yeah. Ev events. events was another one that, uh, the former Texas reviewer, uh, prime reviewer had. And I don't remember a whole lot about it other than it would just tell you if you had it right or not. I don't even remember if it told you, it gave you any notes or anything. It just told you whether, I think it just told you you had it right. Yeah. yeah. It, it was, it was good. I mean, I used it on, a, on, on one of my puzzles back way back in the day. And I liked the events. It was, it was slick. It was a nice, you know, it was put together well. And, but it's, it's like way gone. Like not even pull it up and look at it. Kind of, it's, yeah, it's that, that page is gone. But even was was good. It was it was a it was a nice checker. It was. I don't think it was on the hack list, which I know you'll get to later. I don't think even ever got hacked. But that's for later in the show. 
So yeah. I just had I've been looking something up. So Charles said his you know that his vice president puzzle people were doing it wrong and were eighteen miles off. The uh, the puzzle I was looking for in San Antonio that that's the only one left here that doesn't follow the two mile rule. Yeah, is, is right at twenty one miles from where the coordinates show up on the map. It's not even in the same county. <laughs> I mean, not by a little bit. It shows in the middle of Bear County, and it's in—I oh, don't even know what the county that is up there, northwest of San Antonio. But I bet you found a cache of that. That uh, oh, I found that thing. way out in the boonies. But it's a—it's a little bit of an inside joke we do as we go through somewhere, and I always—I'll turn to Susan. I go, "We found a cache in this county." Yeah. <laughs> she goes, we better have. We t- we said we did. That's right. No, we did. We were very, very careful. All right. So see your name on the log. Oh, oh. Pizza Ninja asked, uh, you probably can. Um, can you use the Wayback Machine? Oh, uh, interesting. I could try uh, that. To pull up like a page from. Yeah, let me try that. That's a good. Way to go, buddy. Uh, I didn't think of that. Or even from that that nmgeocaching.com and see if we can pull something from the Google A archives. Yeah, it's possible. So that's not the Wayback Machine I was thinking of. There's an internet archive you can go to. to... Yeah. I remember that once y'all started talking, but <laughs> um, I use the Wayback thing on Google Earth sometimes. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Hey, you, have to do you have to that you have to use that. You know, go go find the airplane that flew overhead on this date, and the coordinates are underneath the airplane or whatever. Right. I bet that'd be an interesting way to use use the Wayback Machine for uh, for a puzzle. Ooh. Um. All right. So. I guess jumping out of that, since those are the only two examples of geocheckers that we have that don't work, on to the geocheckers that do work. That's right. Move on. Um, and so the very first one that we come to is um, geochecker.com. Dun, dun, dun. Geochecker.com looks just like this. Um it's a simple tool to check coordinates for geocaching puzzle caches. It's completely free and very easy to use. Um, and so that's what the home screen looks like. I don't, I can't remember if I've used, if I have used this one or not to find, to, to double check my coordinates. Um, this is the one that gives you two options of how to put the coordinates in. You can put them in as a string, uh, you know, break it up into six parts, or you can put it in as one field. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. And then you put in. Um, that sounds right. Put in the five or six digit code to make sure you're not a robot, and then it'll tell you if you're close or not. Yeah. It's. It's a little different. 
And I believe that this one I have the you can do the vicinity. You don't have to be exact. You can they can set it up where you're you, you're close and it'll you can if you want. You can set that up like that. Yeah, there are a couple. Um, we'll talk about that on a on another checker. Um, but there is a way for you to do what's called fuzzy coordinates. Yeah. Um, fuzzy math. Yeah. yeah so there's, there's, um, there's a puzzle cache that I've solved in the greater metro Denver area that um, thankfully the cache owner set up the fuzzy coordinates because what I solved in rounding my math and put into the checker is at least close enough um, that it tells you that you're in the ballpark and you, you know, this is the, it gives you a hint and whatnot. But um, so geo checker, um, let's just put this in North 38 Rest seventy six zero zero dot zero zero zero. Check coordinates, and there you go. And that's where it'll show you a map of the location for the solved spot. Which was that West seventy six? Was this off on the east coast and like? Where, this Where did you solve this? Thing? It's off in the between um, Washington D.C. and um, Delaware, but that little part of Maryland that that sticks down on the on the. Yeah, I ain't going there this time of year. No, no. Oh, so yeah. So there we go. That is um, the one. It does not look like this one will allow you to <clears throat> automatically update the coordinates back to um, the geocaching.com. Um, but it does have, if you look here, we'll, we'll pull this back up. Down here in the bottom, it does have a time limit or a number of limits. It oh. says you have zero checks in 10 minutes. So they're obviously in this. They have it built to where you can't try to brute force it. You only get so many checks in, at least in this, in a 10-minute window. Oh. Uh, it locks you out. Um, I just happen to see that. I know we'll talk about it on another one. Um but it was there and caught my eye. So figured I'd bring it up while we're talking about it. Yep. Um, it looks like it's fairly straightforward and easy to use. Um, it does not look like you have to um, have an account um, to – yeah. So if you were to – click on the button that shows to create a link for your cache. All you have to do is have the cache name, the GC code, your lat long, 
oh, this says exact solutions only. And so there's your fuzzy oh. solutions. Yep. You can have it within plus or minus 25 feet or plus or minus 100 feet. So a 25 foot or eight meter radius of the cache or a 100 foot 30 meter radius of the cache. So there's your fuzzy, your fuzzy math. So just being in the right state's not close enough. That's right. But so if you, you click the create code um, and it gives you the stuff that you need to link back to and put in the HTML code for your, um, on your cache page so your the checker icon and whatnot shows up. So if I put in, like if I'm a cacher and I'm trying to check my coordinates, if I put in everything correct except for the last second, which is the last the last digit of the, it'll. No, it'll Gary, me. wrong. No, it's still minutes. It's still minutes. Our coordinates is degrees minutes. Oh, okay, minutes. You're right. So the last decimal minute, right? You could. You don't have to put the exact. Right. If you have the fuzzy math, then as long as you're within 25 feet of it or within a hundred feet of it um, in any okay. direction, it'll tell you that um, you're, you're okay. You're good. You're close. So okay. Gary, in our area, if you had the last digit wrong, it would, it wouldn't matter as long as it's the hundred foot one because that oh, right. last digit affects it a five or six feet. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, you know, and that varies um, in the world, wherever you're located at. Obviously, right. the further you go north, the more your... The lines start doing this number. Right. The more your latitude moves you left to right. So, yeah. Uh, you know, the closer you are to the equator, the more that your latitude and longitude both are equal to... Right. Right. So... Uh, yeah. Up and down, the longitude never changes. It's the same all the way. Yeah. As the yeah, I was asking as the solver if if you if the solver puts in the information and they're off by a, a, a at least one, if they're off by a number or two. So like if it ends in if the coordinates end in six seven zero and I put in six seven two, if the cash owner did it as within a hundred feet. That would work. We should, yeah, you, right. It would work for twenty five. Too okay right? for twenty five feet too. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Interesting. They don't because not all of them will do that. I don't think the geocaching one will let you do that. No, geocaching one's exact. No. You, you got to be exact. Yeah, you got to be exact. So if you wanted to use fuzzy math um, in your right. checker, then using one outside of the um, one that is created by GroundSpeak would be the way to go. Yeah. Cool. Um, generally speaking, when you do one of those, it is because you are you have some, I don't want to say exquisite math, but you have some math that involves rounding at some point and if yeah. you found at the right position 
and it could throw you off one by one digit. And so on the official ground speak one, that'll tell you that you got the wrong answer. Right. If you um, did it the other way, then, um, you know, with the fuzzy math, then it would tell you that uh, that's not the exact answer, but it's close enough that you should be able to still find the geocache that you're in the area. Um, and that's the, what the one that I have that right. I have solved in, in the Denver area does. It, it tells you that, um, that you didn't get the exact answer, but you're close enough that it shouldn't matter. There's only going to be one fence post there to look at or, you know, whatever, whatever it is. That, that's actually a good. That's that's actually interesting. That's good to know because, like you said, you may have created a puzzle that, when you start to solve the formula for it, you may, like you said, you may have some people may round up, some people may round down. This way, you kind of cover both of them in case you you know, in case somebody is you know your your puzzle is in a sense allowing for that versus right like what you guys were working on earlier which is those colors i don't think you could get you couldn't really do fuzzy math with that puzzle probably right no 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 way that's good to know You, I see you're we're going to bring up a new one for us. Huh? Yeah. So the next one that we're going to look at is geocheck.org. Um, um, yeah. Geocheck.org made headlines. Uh, <laughs> made headlines. It did make headlines. Uh, you know, what, five years ago. Um, because this checker was hacked and all of the solutions um, were were pulled by somebody from um, outside of um, the internal operations to this website and this checker service so this website when it got hacked all Oh, whatever it was, 20,000 geocaches that were on it, their solutions were then no longer secret. Yeah. Um, they put out a big deal. Um, they put out a, a press release about it. They sent everybody who had a registered account with their service a deal, letting you know that their web host services had been hacked that all of the solutions to all of the puzzles had been breached. And then any of your personal information that was on there also got breached. So your name, email address, uh, geocaching name, passwords. Yeah. Any of that stuff that you put into the website when you created your account was also hacked and uh, was, was breached. Um, if you go back into the Groundspeak forms, the official Groundspeak forms, like this has like a 16-page thread <laughs> of, of all of these things that had come out at the time, um, and and whoever had hacked it had 
made a deal where a lot of these puzzle cache coordinates then became public knowledge, right? So there, there was a, um, there were several places that hosted a bunch of spoiled geocache coordinates for puzzle caches. Um, and whoever had breached this data had released um, it in batches. Um, and the first one or two batches that, I know the first one, um, but probably the first two or three batches that came out of um, spoiled solutions to puzzle caches was in Europe. Um, so they released a bunch of German puzzle caches, a bunch of, um, a, let's see, a bunch of them in the Netherlands, France, um, Austria. They all got released um, and they did them, you know, in, in batches. Um, so it was one of the kind of neat things. Um, I say neat. Um, it was one of the things that happened with this one. Um, so this one also allows you to do fuzzy math, right? Right. That is on here and allows you plus or minus three meters, 10 meters or 30 meters um, or a user-defined distance, right? So they already have it pre-built into their checkers that, um, you know, the 3, 10, or 30 meters. Or you could go in there and say, ah, you know, I want it to be, you know, within 15 meters. So more right. than 10, but not quite 30. Um, right. And whatnot. So, um, yeah, so, you know, but this one – um, was was almost made well was made famous um, by their data breach that happened and uh, whatnot. So um, yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't know why somebody would take the time to um, hack a geocaching. Um, coordinate checker. Um, but I, yeah, it's, it's obviously it happened. Um, yeah. sometimes people, um, sometimes people who enjoy I tell you what I I'd tell you what I'd like to have happened to them, but <laughs> that's for another very yeah. long show because I would be very torturous. I, yeah, yeah there's no, you don't get anything, out of cheating in, in this game, right? There's, there's no, there's no winners and losers. Um, regardless of what happens on the book of face, um, there are no winners and losers I like that. The book and, of and, and, and nobody, um, uh, you don't, <laughs> of course I went to an, uh, an event in Arizona a couple of weeks ago where the very first thing that, this one cashier asked everybody was how many fines do you have? How many fines do you have? How many fines do you have? Yeah. I, like it was some kind of a measuring contest. Right. That men do, you know? Right. Uh, and, and, you know, I was like, well, you know, I've been geocaching for 10 years and I've got 6,000 fines. And they're like, he looked at me and said, Oh, well, that's it. <laughs> I guess so, you know. <laughs> yeah, so, we we know what the, the 
we know what happens for those people. They're, I, they're yeah, they're so by cashing and we don't care. I mean, and that's the thing. They think everybody cares about that, but it's really up. It's really on you. I mean. Yeah, and at some level they care about it, but well, that's what I mean. But yeah. they want you to care about it. It's like, eh, eh. Well, yeah. So I, I guess back on track with this. When this website was hacked, you could then go and find a bunch of really difficult, um, you know, or just say that you were there. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, I got my pen. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, during COVID, during COVID, I am not touching any geocache containers. Right. There, I have found the cache and can see it, but I'm not touching it, and I'm not going to open it to sign the log. Do you have a photo of that cache? Oh no, no, no. I, I don't have any yeah, photos. No. I, I don't. I don't geocache with a smartphone. Yeah, I don't. I don't take pictures. So. Yeah. Interesting. So, so we'll come back to something for that maybe at the very end briefly, um, but um, probably the most famous checker that is out there is certitudes. Yeah. Tom, why do you like certitudes so much? Um, because it has options. You don't have to do coordinates. You can do words or phrases. Oh, I thought he was going to say because it's got Homer Simpson on it. <laughs> oh, oh, don't. Um, so this is when you go to certitudes with an S. So certitudes.org. Yep. Um, this is pretty much what they're home screen looks like for those of you who do not have an account. I don't have a certitudes account. Um, but, um, it's got all kinds of crazy stats on it. Um, yep. you know, uh, puzzles that were recently solved. Um, yeah, you can sort that list as interesting. Usually you just go here because you're trying to solve a certain puzzle, but if you just go to the page and look around, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of um, cool data that can be pulled. Here are, if you go to it, up here in the upper left-hand corner is the um, stats page for this. Um, currently on Certitudes, it is hosting uh, 78,747 different puzzles. So that doesn't mean that that's individual caches. And we'll get to that here in just a second. That's true. Uh, but that it has the solutions to 78,747 different puzzles. Um, there are... 109,969 different users with a account in certitudes. Um, Which you don't have to have an account. Just to let people you know. Don't have to have a, I don't have an account with certitudes. To, uh, use it, to use it, right? 
Right. Yeah. So if you don't have an account, when you solve a puzzle uh, on the stats page for that solutions checker, it shows you as an anonymous user. Yeah. Whereas if you have an account and are signed in when you solve it, it shows your geocaching name, the date time group that you solved it, um, tells you in which position, you know, whether you were the first person to solve it or the 19th person to solve it. So it keeps a lot of data on there um, for you, um, for other cash finders or for the cash owner. Um, so even if a person hasn't gone and found the geocache, but they have solved it, it will still put their name um, on the certitudes list if they have an account. Right. Uh, and so then you as a person who has not correctly been able to solve the puzzle, you now have a list of people who have solved the puzzle. Yeah. And I've seen people who, again, I, I don't see this as a big, as a problem as people like to mention that they're, they were the first to solve something. That's fun. It, I see it as more of a fun thing than it is a real braggadocio type thing, but people like to brag that they were the first to solve. No. I'm okay with that. Certitudes will also um, automatically update your cash page if you're signed in with your account and you get a correct solution. Correct, Tom? Right. And I love that feature. So uh, there are some advantages um, and some disadvantages to certitudes. Not really so much in the disadvantages category, um, but there's a lot of stuff that you can do with certitudes. Um, Tom mentioned it earlier. You do not have to have exact coordinates in certitude to get a correct answer or to get the solution to, um, to a puzzle. Um, sometimes the, the answer is a keyword or a phrase. Um, so if you uh, put in, um, in fact, I did an adventure lab that the bonus cash had a certitudes and you had to put in the phrase that you got one word at each of the five stops on the adventure lab and you had to put those five words in the correct order on the certitudes page for it to give you the coordinates for where the bonus cache was at. Um, so uh, it, it, you don't have to always just put in the coordinates into certitudes for it to spit out the corrected coordinates for where the final is. Yeah, that's pretty slick. It, when I, I think I first saw that uh, not that long ago where I put in the correct chords, I'd solve the puzzle. Surprise, surprise. But when I put in the corrected chords, uh, instead of it just saying you're correct, it gave me a bunch of other information about, about the cash. So that was kind of a cool, you could do a lot of, you know, there's a, because of the fact that it's not just like the geocaching.com one, there's a lot you could do, a lot more you could do with one. Um, 
yeah, you can put hints. You can put um, – there's all kinds of, of craziness that you can add to that. Um, so not only do you now have the final coordinates for where the cache is, but you also can give finders a hint. You can tell them that it's under a rock next to the telephone pole. Yeah. Um, you know, you can tell them, you know, look for the number 13. Um, you know, right. you, can get, yeah, you can add spoiler pictures. Oh, yeah. You can. You can add a photo to the certitudes checker. That's cool. Cool. Yep. Um, so certitudes has a lot of versatility to it. Um, that you don't only just have to have um, the yeah. the corrected coordinates. So um, I got a page uh, real quick on this that you can kind of. There's what happens when you don't get one right. The other interesting thing is that I keep putting in the wrong answer just for the fun of it. And you see here, I'm down to eight more tries. I hit it again. Oh, I'm back to nine. It, it, how's that work, uh, Tom? It, I'm back to nine. So it, it, there was enough of a time delay. You get 10 in 10 minutes, and there's another limit. I don't know. It's like 500 and so many, or 100, 200, something like that, in so many hours. So let's see what happens when I get down to zero. Just for I'll be the guinea pig. Three more tries. Two more tries. I just keep trying. I'm really stupid. I keep trying to put in the same ones. Zero more <laughs> tries left. Oh, there it is. <laughs> you, you get Bart. You get Bart. I will not try to brute force this puzzle with certitude. I will not. <laughs> you, you well, it sure looked like you were. <laughs> I will not try to brute force this puzzle with certitude over and over again. You have reached the limit. Ten attempts in ten minutes. So, and that is for if you have an account. Tom, what's the what's the limit if you're an anonymous user? I think it's three. I think we decided it was three. Yeah. You probably get the same Bart saying you can't. Yeah, yeah. you just get a whole lot quicker. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, yeah, there's a, a host of... Um, Puzzle cash owners here in um, Southern Utah, where I'm currently at, that have that specifically have put on their cash page that you have to have signed in and have an account on Certitude so that they can see that you um, have um, solved the puzzle correctly on Certitude, and if you're not listed on there, that they will delete your log. Um, I can tell you that they they haven't deleted any of mine um, because I don't have a certitude account and um, whatnot. Huh. So, um, but they have put it on there that that they I guess they they started doing this after Groundspeak removed the feature from premium member caches where cache owners could see who had viewed their right. Cache. And so yeah, we used to have that as a premium for premium caches. Right. As, as a cash owner of premium caches, you used to be able to see who had gone and looked at your cash page. Well, ground got rid of that because of privacy issues. Yeah. Um, and so some of the cashers here in 
Southwest Utah have decided that you have to have an account with certitude and uh, that's an additional logging requirement and is not going to be able to um, be upheld. So if you come across this somewhere else, if your name's on the logbook, counts as a fine, yeah. um, regardless of what certitude says. Interesting. Uh, 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 uh. I, like, I like certitude. Uh, it so, gets used a lot in my area because we've got a lot of puzzles where they just show you a picture and you've got to figure out what it is, who it is, that kind of thing. Yeah, there used to be a – I've done a, a, a puzzle series where it was – um, what was it called? Something like name that tune. Yeah. T O O N. And then it would have, um, a picture of Sylvester, the cat or, um, Speedy Gonzalez or what have you. And I had to be able to type in, um, the correct name of that cartoon series or that cartoon character. Um, the one that a lot of people got wrong was they saw He-Man on it and they were like, oh, yeah, and they type in He-Man and they'd get the dope, dope. And so you'd have to go back and put the Masters of the Universe. Oh, do three. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, a couple of them have been tricky, but uh, not. Like so. the, um, when we did the audio ones, there was the guy used this for the checker for that. And yeah, if you didn't have the song, right, exactly yeah, the way right. he had it in, you, you were right. kind of hosed. And some of them were pretty, most of them were pretty easy, but there was some tough ones in there. Yeah. Um, especially if it's, you know, got a, a real long name to the song or it, the official name is, this, but it's better known as this. Right. Um, That's true. You mean it's not Rocky like a hurricane? <laughs> Rocky, Rocky, Rocky like a hurricane? Rocky like a hurricane. That is not the name of the song. That's not it. Uh, they are an API partner, by the way, Certitude is. So for for what that's worth, they're a, a Yeah, that's probably how they get to update your cash page automatically. Yeah. An API partner. Yeah. Um, so some of the other fun stats that, that Gary pulled for this, um, they've had 7,599,256 correct answers submitted as of when we pulled these stats a little while ago um, for certitude. And they've had – what is that? 14,395,085 incorrect answers, notwithstanding the 10 incorrect ones that Gary put <laughs> on, on purpose. <laughs> yeah, what do they have to do now? <laughs> um, put a few thousand so, incorrect answers in there. Yeah. Or as I like to put alternate solutions. Alternate solutions. We also found a cache that has the most incorrect answers. And what's funny about it is, is that cache almost wants you to guess. 
Oh, here I've I've got that I've got that cache pulled up. So let's okay, cool. Let's, let's add this. So it is a cache in the Netherlands, right? No, Norway. Norway. That's that's ballpark. Um, both start with an N. Um, so it's in Norway. It's got eleven favorite points. Um, it is a difficulty five, terrain one, and it has fifty three thousand seven hundred and sixty nine incorrect attempts in certitude. Wow. The fun part about this is when we were looking at this earlier, it's got 63 correct solutions in wow. certitude. 63. 63. But it has eight fines. <laughs> Wait, does it add up? It's got 88 fines, but only 63 correct certitude. So somebody got a correct answer. And brought all of his buddies with him. <laughs> um, so on the flip side of that, we found the cache that had the most correct solutions yep. given to it, which is this Smurfs cache. Smurf one. Um, <laughs> this is in Belgium, right? Um, and it has two thousand eight hundred and twenty-five correct solutions in certitudes for the puzzle. Um, but it only has 1,434 found logs. So, um, you know, roughly, what is that? Half, roughly half of the correct solutions, people who have correct solutions for it have actually found the cache. So, right. Uh, and that's kind of how puzzle caches go. Not everybody who solves the puzzle is gonna going to be around close enough to go and find the cache. <laughs> I wonder if or have the time. <laughs> I wonder if that cache uh, the answer is just the chords. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so uh Look at this. So, ah, Direwolf's asking if you have to guess the number between one and five thousand, and uh, kind yeah, of. That's that's the premise of the of the thing. Yeah, it, uh, it's like a bingo. Yeah, it, it it tells you that you need to correctly put in the number between one and five thousand um, <laughs> to get the correct solution. Um, and so that's exactly why it has so many incorrect solutions because there are 4,999 possible alternative solutions. <laughs> um, but only one of them will give you the, uh, the green check mark, so to say. <laughs> that's how he got there. I'm going to try this, by the way. We'll see. I'm going I'm to put in the cords for Smurf 1. We're just going to put in the cords that it has and see what I get. Oh, the presented chords? Yeah, I figure. What don't you think that's the certify my solution? Nope, that's not it. Oh well, it was a thought. All right. Oh well. All right. So this is the this next one that we're going to look at is the solution checker that I used to use on my puzzle caches that I have hint that I guess. When Groundspeak came out with their official one on the cache page, 
I took this one off of all of mine and uh, went with the official one off of GroundSpeak's um, website. But it is puzzlechecker.com. Puzzle-checker, uh -huh. yeah. Yeah, puzzle-checker.com. Puzzle um, this one also allows you um, to do fuzzy math cool. or fuzzy science. Um, you know, so um, it allows um, 10 meters or less um, or 30 meters or less for um, your fuzzy math. So unlike certitude, which shows you all of the people who have solved your puzzle, if they have an account, this one for cash owners um, will only show you a limited amount of, of data. So either A, the web service dumps that um, information and doesn't keep it, um, or um, right. for whatever reason, they only show you 10, right? Yeah, uh, the web service may keep that information beyond ten, um, but they are only going to show cash owners whatever the most recent ten people who have solved it. Right. Uh, so, uh, this one also has what are called subcoordinates, right? So, if you have several steps to your puzzle, right. this. One Allow you to put in several sets of um, correct coordinates into um, the checker so that you can have stage one coordinates, stage two coordinates, stage three coordinates. Um, so for whatever reason, if you wanted to try and do a, um, a puzzle cache that more or less was a multi-cache. Right. right um, and puzzle kind of thing. Yeah, a multi-stage puzzle. Um, they allow you to have um, like a stage one, stage two, stage three of um, coordinates for them. Um, so well, that's a good thing too, because you can. I mean, like you said, you can really you can allow people to kind of feel like they've. They've got. I mean, if they're going to go on a longer trek, it's nice to know that you know you've 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 certified or you've you've verified that you know you're on the right path. That these are the right coordinates. Therefore, you know I'm good to go, kind of thing. And you're not out wandering the wilderness by yourself, lonely, without water or food, trying to find the. 58th stage. <laughs> I can't uh, find the uh, next stage. You better find some water. You're going to die. Yeah. So, all right. So, this one, this next one is GeoCheck. It's GeoCheck. Yes. Dot com. So yes. um, geocheck. Geochk.com. Yep. 
Yeah. Um, and so this is what the homepage for it looks like. Um, mm -mm -mm -mm. It has some information about bonus caches for Adventure Labs, um, famous captains, the 12 Olympians, um, famous colonels. That's who's been using it. Yeah, most recent. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, most difficult. I don't know how they figure out who. The, 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 there's five of the most difficult puzzles. I guess maybe they, they're doing that based on the same kind of thing that we're talking about with certainty. Maybe that's the most incorrect answers. And so they put yeah. it in the top, top five kind of thing. That's probably what that is. We're going to look. They have something interesting on theirs is that you can do chords or you can have people just fill in information in a box. Right. And so that's that shows that's what this bottom box is right here. Um, please enter the location you think is correct. You can either fill in multiple small boxes or you can fill in one large box and have your coordinates separated by a comma. Yeah. And if you go to the page, uh, like go to the redacted page up there, the most difficult. Oh. And then, and then go, yeah. See, and then if you go down the page. Hang on. See, so it tells oh. you that there are two, yeah. two solves. I'm guessing this is 225 incorrect answers. I don't know yeah. what the three in the middle is that are yellow. Yeah. Well, let's go look. Um, right. It's, if you scroll down, you'll see it has a box similar yeah. to GeoCheck. Yeah. I wonder what, I don't know what the middle number is. Maybe you were close. We don't know enough about this one yet, but yeah, maybe 143 were fuzzy. They were kind of in the right location, but yeah, I have no idea. I'm checking now to see if I can find out. Go to their help screens. Helping during a podcast. Oh, there's <laughs> a, they have a they have a nice layout for their uh, their help page, which. That's appreciative. <laughs> Red herrings. Yeah, you can do location guesses, number guesses, or phrase guesses. So that's kind of interesting. Oh, here you go. It's the number of times people have guessed red herrings for this cache. So the middle one's red herring versus oh. correct. And then correct is on the left. Wrong is on the right. The middle one is the red herring. So if you create a red herring for your for your puzzle, and people go, oh, I know what the answer is, and they put it in, and go, ah, ah, nope. You fell that sounds for like what Tom would do. <laughs> you fell for the classic blunder. I found one of those. Yep. I I went and found one that was done by that um, the Tatum Caching Crew, um, 
whatnot. I think it was done by 98X um, up in the Northeast Texas area that um, you got to this old hollowed out tree and you saw this hole in a tree branch about head high. And uh, you could see where he had a nail driven into this dead tree and a piece of fishing line down oh. into the tree. You pull it up. You sit there and are pulling fishing line, and he's got lead weights attached to it every so often. And then you pull, I mean, you must have pulled 150 feet of fishing line out of this tree. That's great. The bottom of it, he had this little red plastic red fish. Fish. <laughs> That's a true red hair. Hair. <laughs> And so you ended up having to put all this fishing line back down the tree. And if you went around the backside of this giant dead tree, there was a fake rock geocache right. down underneath another rock. Um, or like it was that. along those lines. But, man, I got there and I saw that fishing line. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm in. I got it. I was there for probably 30 minutes trying to put that fishing line back down in that tree wow he he got an email from me after that he probably a nice hurt email you. what's that a nice he probably hurt. oh sorry go ahead go ahead Tom. he probably heard you yeah, he probably did <laughs> yeah so um all right so i'm gonna pull this cash page up um but we're going to let Tom talk about it. Which one uh, is that? This, this is some of the fun stuff that you can do with certitudes. This is the one I put up there? Yeah, so yeah. with certitude, you can actually have more than one checker on the cash page. And this one, if you scroll down a little bit, you're going to find it. it's got two. It's got one for the north part of the coordinates and one part for the west part of the coordinates. And you, so you have to answer two separate questions. And so this one, is what we were talking about, about certitudes hosting puzzle solutions doesn't necessarily relate to how many geocaches or puzzle caches they are hosting solutions to because as this one shows you there's more than one um, solution that is being hosted on certitudes for this one cache so this one cache accounts for two of those solutions that's being hosted on certitudes and I could have sworn this cache owners got one that's got a bunch on it so it could Theoretically, you could have each individual number on there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, you have, what, 15 different? You could, but realistically, four or eight would be enough. Maybe 10. Yeah. Yeah. Two of them being pretty, pretty easy to guess. Yeah, the north and your your degrees for your longitude and latitude. Yeah. 
And this particular puzzle, you were supposed to go to Ground Zero and look at a at a marker and answer some questions that are on it, which is a pretty good way to do it. That's kind of neat. Look at, I was like, oh, who's the PJ gang? I'll go look and see if I can figure out where they're, where that, which one of their puzzles has, and then I saw who it really is. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, PJ Gang is a group here in San Antonio that they'll go out in the middle of the night and find something if it publishes. And they got to the point where they'd go out in their PJs to do it. Oh, the PJ Gang. That's funny. And now yeah, you'll see here people signing a log. The, you know, if it's a group of people finding it, it'll be A B capital A capital B little O big C. Or a, a bunch of cashers. A bunch of cashers. Yeah, I think I've seen that uh, group. Mentioned. Yeah, this one cash owner has four hundred and ninety-four different puzzle caches. Wow, I'm not going to be able to find the one that has multiple certitudes on it. Um, uh, she's got a bunch. She's got a lot of challenge caches out. Yeah, she's done some art south of. Um, South of San Antonio. She uh, has at least three arts. There's Yellow Rose, there's the Alamo, and oh, I can't remember what the bird one is. Cool, though. Yeah, they look cool. But you know, we got quite a bit of art around San Antonio for people that like geo art. I was yeah. always like amazed. Adam, and then the ones that have that are puzzles, you could kind of line them. I mean, if you find a big trail, you could put them all in there and make the geo art. I, I, my hats off to the people who actually could make a geo art and physically put the cash at the locations. You know, not it's not usually that easy to make a geo art a physical container. GOR easier to make a offset. I know of one where they actually have the physical containers. Uh, it's made out of traditionals. Wow! It, and it's a giant web. Okay, that that could. It's see. only like 11, 11 stuff to it, but it makes a web. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, because it's, um, it's south of San Antonio in a little town called Charlotte. Okay, that's cool. Are you? Um, a lot of the states. He, 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 caught, he caught it. I don't know if Gary's caught yeah. that yet. Charlotte Webb. Yeah. Charlotte Webb. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's going on the roads, going out of town. But it, you know, you you look at it from a distance, like wow, that is, it's a web. Is that technically art if it's just a square, Darwolf? I mean, come on. <laughs> I guess um, that's a, that's a, that's a, it's a geometric design. Is it a square? Is that? It's a shape. Art's supposed to make you think. So if it's a square and it makes you think, then maybe. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Um, another thing that I have seen with certitudes is where you pop in a, you go to the certitudes page, put in the phrase for the answer, and then what it tells you to do is go to a GC. It tells you that you put in the correct answer. 
But then in the notes section, it tells you that you have to go to a different GC code and look in the um, in the HTML and the source code, right? And so it redirects you to the GC code for a traditional cache um, that is one of theirs. And when you look in the um, page source, it gives you um, if you're looking for the coordinates to GC this 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 this, you can find the container at these coordinates. Oh, okay. If you just happen to stumble across looking at the source code on a traditional geocache, yeah, that's where he had the answer, the coordinates posted to his puzzle cache. Oh, but you wow. put you put in the correct phrase in certitudes, and then in the notes section, he told you that you have to go to look at this GC code and look in the source code to find the answer for where the cache is hidden. Oh, okay. And so he has it hidden back in there in invisible ink. Aha. In the HTML code. Yeah. Wow. And actually, you could send you to another website because you can put anything in that in the solution part. You could have a link to another website or. Oh, yeah, it's true. I didn't think about that. The answer be uh, so you can make a YouTube video of uh, explaining information about the cache. Could be another layer of a puzzle. <laughs> a layer in the onion. A layer. Well, that'd be those are rough. I guess if you tell people ahead of time, I'm okay with if you tell people ahead of time. I don't like it when they get. It's kind of like a where I go, where you go, where you go to do the where I go. And you get there, and you start doing the where I go, and you're like, "Well, how many stages is this thing?" They don't tell you, so you do it. You start, start it. Next stage, next stage, next stage, next stage. You're like, "Come on, <laughs> how many stages has this thing got?" Yeah, there was a where I go that was like that in um, Wyoming, where it starts in Cheyenne. And then 40-some-odd miles later, <sighs> but it didn't tell you that in in the cache page. It, it, just told you, it didn't warn you at all. Uh, but, but if you read the previous logs, boy, let me tell you, you know. <laughs> they were not shy. They let them have they, it. They were not shy about giving it to the, uh, to the cache owner. <laughs> Um, so here's this is um, one of the geo arts that is down near me. So this is the Utah Arizona border, and this is Nevada. And so this is two I, of the. I know that I know that's not Oregon because that guy's got a straw, and those are illegal in Oregon. That's right. <laughs> Can't have a straw. So um, yeah. So there's your. There's your all traditional geo arts that are out there. Tricky. They're they're out here out in the desert. So bring up GC eight ZGP nine. Hang on, because I closed my page out. So GC eight 
ZGP9. This is my puzzle. We've had this on here before, but I forgot that I had done this. Scroll down to the to the checker part. Can you get it up? He's working on it. It's a real simple puzzle. 14 correct solutions, 494 incorrect solutions on the certitudes. That's a lot. But if you notice, I've got two checkers on it. Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah, oh, I, yeah it's the same answer for both, but I put both of them on there because this is right when the, the souvenir came out for having the, the checker on there, so... I wanted the souvenirs real quick. The, the attribute? Yeah. Yeah. So there it is right there. The attribute, not souvenir, but the attribute. We do what you meant. And, and it really this, is a simple puzzle. So this um, image with the, the checker in it is where our where this icon, where this, our blue logo with the question mark in it, is the similar puzzle piece. Uh, we made, we designed it to look very similar to that so that, uh, so that we could kind of puzzle caching and uh, puzzle solutions. So. Uh, 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 uh. So. Um, all right, so, so my, my favorite out of all those checkers, and also the one I hate the most, is the same one is, is certitudes. <laughs> well, why do you hate it? Why does it get so much love and hate all at the same time? Because I like you know, you put the coordinates in, and Don't. they're either exact or close, depending on how they set it up, you, you know. Yeah. If it's a phrase, a word or a phrase, then it depends how evil the hider is. Punctuation counts. You know, if if, if it's if it's something about clue and the answer is Colonel Mustard, well, is do you spell out Colonel or is it C O L or is it C O L with a period or? Good stuff. And then you got to hope they spelled mustard right. Right. Or if it's a, like I said from the audio one we did last time with the, um, where it was, had some symphony stuff and it's, oh, yeah. You know, Beethoven Symphony number no. nine and in F minor. How do you, yeah, capital F? Well, do you have to have the F minor part or right? Do you cut it off? That's that's the also the trick. It's not for this show, but Adventure Labs. I always think Adventure Labs people need to be careful to think about how are people going to answer your question. The same thing with puzzles, right? You be you're going to do the phrase portion on a couple of these checkers. Yeah, uh, does capital letters count spelling obviously counts hyphens commas punctuation does that all all need to be there um yeah. 
Yeah. I think so putting I, a, I if, built an adventure lab for the wife, and one of the answers um, is oak. No, but don't do that. That was mine. Oh, no, wasn't true. By word. the way, we, but, we had um, talk the other day. It was a very hard to spell word. Oh yeah. And one of the guys who solved this thing told me, "Yeah, I didn't have any trouble with it. Not that he knew how to spell it, but he knew how to say it." And the phone would spell it for him. <laughs> the talk to text. That's nice. Yeah. Nacogdoches. Yeah. Nacogdoches. Yeah. So. Yeah. But what, if, what if you're Cajun and how, how's it going to spell? Or if you're in Louisiana, Nacogdoches. Not spelled like you think it's spelled. Well. Or yeah, what if you're in. What's the answer? County I'm in. Bear. Yeah, Bear. Bear County. B-E-A-R. Nope. Nope. Yeah. XR. Throw an X throw an X in there. So you boys will be back on December eighth. Yeah, after Podcast of Hope. After the Podcast of Hope. The eighth and the fifteenth. We're not sure yet. We're discussing what we want to do possibly on the network for the 22nd. We'll probably bring that up on the uh, meeting tomorrow. And then, of course, the 1st of December and the 29th of December is Gadget Talk. So we'll see everybody on this show on December 8th. We'll see everybody on Podcast of Hope. You can't miss that. That's right. Really can't because we got some great guests. Uh, so for our audience out there, if y'all have anything y'all would like to see on this show, let us know. Yeah, where would That's they right. send that? Where would they send that to? Besides just they could huh. go on GC and just Puzzle email us Puzzle on there. But. Podcast at gmail dot com. Um, Puzzle Talk Podcast, all one word, all lowercase letters, at gmail dot com. Throw us some, uh, throw us a couple of ideas for something that you would like to see discussed on a show in reference to puzzle caches, and we will do our best to get it on. Thanks, Hugh. And uh, and and talk about it and make it a feature in in a show coming up soon. Yep, and not. In the not too distant future, people will be able to get one of these. Ooh! I know. I got. I got to give you. I get y'all. But there's the puzzle talk coin, and you guys came up with a great. It's got. It's got a little puzzle in the back. It's got a little puzzle. Got a little puzzle in the back. Here, I'll, I'll, show it does. I'll show a piece of it. How's that? Let's see if I can cover everything up. Cover up your tracking code. <laughs> yeah, Somebody's going to read it and be like, yeah, this is my coin. It's cover sitting up tracking code. See if I can put this just right. Well, you put a piece of paper in front of it because it's going to, your fingers are going to, it's going to focus on the fingers. I know. I'm trying to get it so you can see. Yeah, it's not coming at all. There it is. There it is. There it is. Kind of dark, but it's there. there. 
So anyway, that's all. That's all the all you get. Yeah, we're gonna provide uh, coins. Uh, you can per you'll be able to purchase coins. Uh, if you're a patron, you'll have a different level of uh, discounts. And they're also going to come up with shirts. They're working on shirts. Uh, so you can do a combo if you'd like a shirt and uh, a vinyl for the show. I think I, do I have one of, their, one of the vinyls. I don't think I do. And, and Dire Wolf, no, it doesn't have to all be lowercase letters. Um, it can be uppercase letters. It can be alternating uppercase and lowercase letters because it's a Gmail account and Google doesn't care about letters. Also, I've got this. So we're going to put a combo of the, the coin. You can get you a Puzzle Talk vinyl to put on a car or wherever you want to put your vinyl and a shirt, which the shirt will have... Um, I guessing you guys are going to put a puzzle right on the on the shirt got to can't right that's right <laughs> all right good deal you guys did great uh we're ready to wrap it up i believe so here we go